What's up, everybody? It's your best friend, Trevaris. And your baby daddy, Dom. And this is Peach Tea Podcast. Done in a while either, and I actually knew it this time. Wow, okay, crunches. Today's episode is brought to you by Blazing Blends. Okay, for those of you who were at the live show, <laughs> we have a special guest, the creator of our peach tea and princess punch mm-hmm. anime, is in the building. Hey, girl, hello, hello. <laughs> yes, I'm here. I'm here. I'm excited about this. <laughs> How are you? And she brought us treats. She brought us nice alcoholic beverages. So mm-hmm. if words slur towards the end of this, it's okay. It's okay. It is okay. Blame Annie. Yes. Um, how's everybody been on quarantine? Good. Getting fat. Because okay. all I'm doing is eating. Y'all don't got no kids. I don't hear nothing about nobody talking about, oh, I just can't. Y'all don't have children. <laughs> This is me featuring the kids. Oh, okay. Like I hate quarantine. It's not going well for you it's and not, the kids? Mm-mm. Not me bonding and, with the kids? Fuck them. <laughs> me and Ashton were talking about this, though, because, like, we were thinking, like, if Honey was an actual child... Because, oh, like, now she'd be doing a lot. <laughs> she'd be doing a lot now. Like, she want to be all up under me, and, like, See? she just want to get up here and cuddle, and, like... Or she'll get her twin. She always want to play. Like, no, no matter what you're doing. I'm like, girl, I don't have time for all of that. Equivalent to a four-year-old. So, I'm like, <laughs> if she was a real child, like an actual mm. human child where she could actually speak. Mm-hmm. I think call I defects. Lose. I've been trying to call them. <laughs> Come get them. Come get your children, please. <laughs> Y'all be wanting to take kids all year. Now that this happened, they don't want no kids. <laughs> and they ain't got nowhere to put them. Fuck them kids. <laughs> That's all I feel about it. Fuck them them to their house. Hmm. So send them to their daddy house. What daddy? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what them daddies gonna do? <laughs> them daddies ain't nothing True. good but a bunch of sperm. <laughs> <laughs> them daddies. Well, daddy be calling you about, so can we all come back to your house? Mm-hmm. <laughs> come on, sperm donor. Fuck them daddies. Yeah. All right, so our peach of the week, um, I feel like this is a mutual one for both of us, goes to uh, Leslie Jordan. Um, Baby. from Instagram, I don't know if you've ever seen. You need to follow him. It's this little cute little gay white guy. Oh, him! Yes, I like him. I didn't know his name. <laughs> yes, he, he is Leslie Jordan. Everything he has been like quarantine comedy. So since. for me, I loved him on Will and Grace. See, I don't remember. Yeah, he was him and Karen. Him and Karen had like a little thing or whatever, where they would like go back and forth with each other, like with insults. Kind of like mm. how like um, Martin and Pam used to do, okay. but they would go back and forth or whatever. And so like that's when I first like like fell in love with him. Yeah. Then like on the show, but now his his social media because he literally popping. don't be doing and he be so like for real like so really serious. dead serious like <laughs> with that egg sandwich. She's so Lambert. We're like hush, making all that noise. Mother, so, she's so loud. Right. <laughs> Well, shit, I'm famous. I'm, I'm social media famous now. <laughs> oh, did you see that the video on, well, I saw it on TikTok and on um, Twitter, where the girl pulled up next to him in the car, Mm-mm. and she was like, can you just do it for me? Can you just do it for me? And he was like, 
well, shit. <laughs> and she was like, just scream. Listen, I love. I'm here for it. I love it. Um. All right. So I guess we can get to brew of the week. Uh, the tea is exceptionally good today. Who made this? Mmm. Mm, very delicious. Hold on. Atlanta kids are still outside. Mm. Atlanta people are congregating in huge numbers outside still. Um, if I don't mind saying Steel. names, DJ Sean Anthony Ooh. and Zay Wright are definitely a part of this. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Damn. They are definitely like, I mean, at the park having full-on kickball games they, with like 30, 40 people. I swear to God. Like. They got towels out. Like, they, they literally, they are putting blankets outside and like. Are you serious? Yes. Ooh, like, like it's a thing. It's like, like 25 or more. Yes. Like we literally. Ne- we ain't never going to get out of course. We are never. In a country that going to keep paying unemployment. They're not. Yeah. They're not. I didn't even get the first check yet. Because my thing is... They won't drop it. Because my thing is, if they're going to treat us like kids. Like Like when your mama says, sit your ass down, she means sit your ass down. You keep running around. Okay, that's fine. Give me that PlayStation. Give me Mm -hmm. that. That's what they're going to do. They're going to be like, you know what, y'all... And if you're struggling, we don't care. Because we don't really... Especially because... Because we told your ass to stay inside. We should get rid of you black folks anyway. Mm. Period. Mm, That's another conversation. If you die, we good. I promise we good. Um, in other news, um, last week, or what's today? Today, Yeah, last week, there was a <laughs> sex party here in Atlanta. Um, a minimum of 45 niggas. Oh, Jesus. Up in one house. Mm-mm. Shucking and jiving, humping and dumping. Mm. And you got about 46 knocks. And on that 47th one, it happened to be the police. And they happened to arrest the owner of the house mm. and fine every nigga in there a minimum of a thousand dollars. Yeah, because um, what was it? It was um, oh yeah, the curfew thing mm-hmm. when it was like you can be fined up to a thousand dollars or six months in jail. So you know what? I would love for it to be like some black mother who's not homophobic, but she with the shits. Well, <laughs> okay, like all right. All these queens over here, put your dicks up. It's time to go. <laughs> it's time to go. But why? But why? The niggas is horny. But my thing is, 45 people. I don't need that. There's many. a disease going around that they're saying is taking our lives. They're snatching our lives <laughs> one by one. Okay. And we just want to fuck. <laughs> we want to fuck. They are like, snatching us. And it's an airborne thing. So you come and... Somebody breathe on you wrong. Somebody spit. At this and y'all, point, y'all y'all kissing. kissing oh, y'all definitely breathing. At this point, I'm not worried about chlamydia. <laughs> gonorrhea. Listen, they got a pill for some of that. A pill and a shot. Bacterial vaginosis. I'm not worried about none of that shit. Because at this point... The corona. The corona is real. And they don't have no cure. Not a day. You just got to wait that shit out. Mm. And hope that you live through it. And if you're lucky, they may give you a, a, a asthma pump. The cure is lemon water. Hot lemon water. They said just keep drinking hot With some lemon ginger. water. You just keep drinking. Or you just boil it, it, let it steam. Because I heard it was like, it's something about like your pH, like the alkaline mm-hmm. yeah, levels mama, in your body. My mom and sister have been boiling ginger in water for the past like four, These five days. These hoes better give up their douches. Get the pH together. <laughs> 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 Summer's Eve, hey girl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, 54-year-old Brian Morris from the small town of Clarendon Hill in DePage County (laughs) bought over 20 tons of manure and asked for it to be dumped on his former boss's property, pretending it was his residence. Dozens of trucks filled with manure showed up in the front of the house (laughs) around 6 this morning and began dumping their smelly cargo over the property's lawn. 
George Fitzgerald, Mr. Morris's former employee, was awakened by the sound of the vehicles on his property and rapidly called the police. Unfortunately, it took the police more than 15 minutes to arrive on the site and more than 10,000 tons of manure had already been dumped in the meantime. Mm. Brian Morris was standing right across the street and laughing while the police <laughs> arrived and he rapidly came over to confess his responsibility and explain his motivation. Lieutenant Frank Myers, a spokesperson of the Clarendon Hills Police Department, met the um, press a few hours later to explain motivations behind the strange crime. The accused told us he worked for the victim for 17 years and was treated like shit. He says he had to endure his mistreatment because he needed the money. But now that he won $125 million, it was time for revenge. Brian Morris had attracted a lot of media attention two weeks ago after winning $125 million at Powerball Multi-State Lottery. But now you're about to be in jail. When asked by organizers what he would do with the money, he simply answered, just read the news and you'll see. He was freed on bail a few hours later after their arrest and told reporters to stay alert, claiming he, was, uh, he had a few other pranks to pull over the next few weeks. Treat me like shit. I got some shit for you. Right <laughs> but my thing is, you are that petty that you want to spend your millions on playing pranks on you, people. He was worth it. Whoever that boss was, it was worth it. He, it had to be like because he was on the cross street dying. Like you stood across. That's some real. That's some you, real. And then you went and confessed. <laughs> How do you get rid of it? Hello, officer. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I, I did. This. I did this. It was me. All of this here, you see. I did that. Listen. <laughs> From the top of the driveway to me. the porch on the house. On Listen, do you hear me? <laughs> me? You shit on me, I will shit on you. Mm. But shitters creep, bitch. Oh, baby. Oh, just imagine the smell. First of all, you how much? How many? It said how many? It was? said ten thousand pounds. Pounds. Where pound, you even t- find that at? Probably like some I mean, like people farm. who have like farm people yeah, who like farm cows, need that much. Like cows. Because like, like the the bigger the farm, you have to actually fly it over. And like oh. drop out of an airplane to how big depending on how big your farm is. Free uh-huh. order from Home Depot. Let's try to. <laughs> First of all, that Amazon? many cows are shitting out here. Like that ain't all just cow shit. That's horse shit, cow shit, our shit. I used to play on that back in the day. It used to be like manure in this yard, and my dad was like, "Yeah, just play on it." Never knew it was shit. Are you serious? Are you from the country? Yeah, no, it was in Philadelphia, and they <laughs> they would use the manure, I guess, to be planting and stuff, and yeah. they would drop it at this park, uh-huh. and like the kids would just be climbing on oh the mountains. Oh my god! We would be playing on it. Come to find out, my mom she was like, "What is that smell?" I was like, "I was playing in the mounds over there." And she was like, "You got my kid playing the shit." <laughs> My daddy looking like, oh, well, he was on drugs, so maybe. Oh, God. That's another story. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dad. All right, our next story, I guess, will be our wow. final story. Francesco Linguini, oh, okay. 21. This sounds delicious. Says, okay, um, 21, says He's he confined Italian. himself to his room after showing apparent symptoms associated with COVID-19. Okay, he girl. immediately took, the, took to the internet to find a cure and eventually found out that human sperm was one of the world's most potent antibacterial agents. At first, I wasn't so pleased with the idea of drinking my own sperm, but after a few days, I discovered that mixed with two spoons of sugar, that stuff tastes great. Linguini, told 20, <laughs> Linguini 21 told reporters when, he, when it was reached by Skype, there's no scientific proof at the moment that drinking your own sperm will cure yourself of coronavirus, but at this time, nothing is off the table, Dr. Luigi Augusto Canellani said on national TV. Although most experts are skeptical about Linguini's claims, the young man is ready for doctors to make a vaccine from his sperm if 
Italian health officials are interested to examine his claims. If my sperm can save humanity from COVID-19 by making some sort of vaccine or pill for my sperm, I am willing to submit my body to science, he told reporters. Linguini said <clears throat> that his parents were very supportive throughout the whole ordeal and bought him food, toilet paper, and a bucket to make his confinement easier. When interviewed by journalist friend, friend, whatever I said, Linguini's mother denied several reports accusations that her son was, in fact, a homosexual and that he was encouraging homosexual behavior. I have no clue what that has to do with any of this. It is. But my thing is, if you're sick... First of all, I'm going to just show you If you're sick, why would you drink your own sperm? Because doesn't it have whatever you got? Oh, that little fat, nasty motherfucker. Oh, he just nasty. Oh, he's two seconds from my 600-pound life. I'm sick of him. Yeah, he ain't got nobody to love him. Oh, Yeah, he just... But he taught me a trick, though. If I want to swallow, put a little sugar packet before you... (laughs) Put a sugar in your tongue. (laughs) Right. Put a little sugar in your tongue. Put a little sugar on the back of my tongue. He'd be like, oh, man, I'm about to... Hold on, hold on, hold it. Hold it, hold it. (laughs) I got to get some sugar. salty like some peanuts. I guess. My God. Mmm. My God on today. I guess I can save this one for later. The girls are fighting in Walmart over tissue, but that's nothing new. Right. Uh, (laughs) Literally. All right. So that's um, the brew of the week. I guess it's time to get into this week's cup of tea. Um, Where we starting at? All things TV, I guess, since we've been Mm. quarantined. I guess we can start with the legendary, the iconic, the one and only, the mother of all gays. Miss Joe Exotic Ooh. and the bad bitch herself, Carol Fucking COVID nineteen <laughs> motherfucking Baskin. Fucking Let's talk about Tiger King. Where do we start? God, I, li- um. So okay, let me let me just. <laughs> so when the when the series started, episode one and two. Yeah, episode one and two. I was like, okay, this is weird. Mm-hmm. White people, ass, white people, like people. Whatever, whatever. But then mm. it seemed like shit just started just hitting the fan. No, shit didn't get the real to that white like, bitch showed up. When no, like, Carol Baskin like, was introduced, episode, was like, okay. Episode like three, four. Like, you was like, <laughs> wait a minute. Where is this going? Shit went left. <laughs> when Carol pulled up. And that on that bicycle. When she said, hey, cat and kit. <laughs> hey, <laughs> y'all. Hey, all you cool cats and I kittens. said all shit. When mama said, should I get on my knees so I could be next to the cat in the picture? That's a bad bitch. And then her cages were like way more like fragile and thin looking than anybody else's like real cages. Like, and then they look so, like all the plants it's weeds and, weeds and just plants. Just everywhere. Like your shit look trashy. I think the thing that got me was we all are doing the same shit. But her mindset was like, I'm, I'm doing saving it. saving the animals. And then she was like, because I'm giving them a place to die. Like that, don't, like girl, you got tombstones all across this whole wall. Mm-mm. I'm giving them a place to die. Like, what? How does that make you? Mm. I don't. She was just as bad as Joe Exotic. If you ask she, me. absolutely, yeah. just yeah. As bad. even worse because you out here pimping niggas for free. I get a color shirt. And she's taking you. her and own honestly, selfies. And honestly, <laughs> I love a camera. I feel like I, I honestly believe that Joe Exotic cared about the the cats. He did. But once Carol started coming after him, I think that just took over. I think it was a mixture of Carol and then when, you know, when niggas ain't never had no money, mm-hmm. shit true. gets real. That's true. That's true. Because I feel like at first it started out like, 
I love the animals. Like, I want people to see what I see in the animals, whatever, whatever. Because that's when he was, you know, the road shows right. and the magic yeah. and all. Like, he wanted it to be, like, a, a, a great experience for people. Right. But then it's, like, once Carol started, like, the police are acting. Like, you know what I'm saying? Shutting, Shutting down, down his shows. Yeah. shows. And then, like, you know what I'm saying? Putting all this stuff on the internet about him or, like, you know, out in the media mm-hmm. about him. So, like, I think that really fucked with him. Okay, so what exactly did he go to jail for? He went Hmm. to jail for um, conspiracy, like, conspiracy to kill. Okay. And that was trying to go for Because you put that hit on it, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh Which, let's just be honest, Miss Mama killed her husband and fed him. You think so? I think she killed her husband and fed him to the tigers. And the husband she got now is gay as shit. And he's he's, he's, he's definitely homosexual. (laughs) But no, but okay, so this is my (laughs) No, but this is my thing. Okay. So, with the whole, like, her killing her husband, she tried to make this story seem like he, um, had Alzheimer's, which led to dementia, so he probably wandered off somewhere, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's cute. Yeah. Because people that have dementia, they do wander off. This is the thing. But they wander into random spaces, like a, a restaurant, or they be walking around the mall looking lost. Mm-hmm. Somebody's gonna be like, who are you? Yeah. Where you? No, 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 no. They're gonna find his wallet on them or something, mm-hmm. or they're gonna take it to a police station. Somebody gonna, like, you know what you've saying? Never found, you've never found an Alzheimer's or dementia person dead. But that's what I'm saying. Like, they always find them and contact the family. Like, we right. found your, so, your auntie or your grandma wandering around this shopping plaza. Or we, we found her walking the streets or whatever. Like, they don't ever just, you know what I'm saying? Don't y'all think if she fed her husband to the tigers, there would be some type of remains. Some type of ones. Because no, the tigers well, don't eat clean. No, no. because they said in the, in the thing that the tigers have so many, like, enzymes it's and so acids in their acidic. stomach. But not even a breaks, piece of something just got flown over there. It breaks down bones. If you mm. feed enough of them and feed it over time, because I mean she ain't have no panic until what a week later. Mm. I guess so. I don't think she did it. I'm, I'm, I don't think Carol did killed her husband. But you think? I think did, that nigga was tired of everybody and got the fuck on. You think he's still living? He Tupac. He's, he's Tupac in this bitch. He's at another oh, country. Oh, but I did see this article that was saying that. What's the guy's name? The other guy that came and took the farm from Joe. The um the rich guy, the really really rich guy. Yeah. So somebody was like, they think that that's Carol's husband because they like put like a picture side by side, and their facial structures are very similar. Like, like he would have had some work like done. They could be the same person. Life. Mm. That's a conspiracy, right there. So he could have got you know changed his name. But I, that's too close mm. to home. Because that's then my thing, because my home. thing is, he Carol waited those five years, declared him dead, whatever, whatever, got his right. stuff. But in that time, like, you know what I'm saying? After you declare dead, like, he probably could get a whole new identity. That's a fact. Also, I want you to know that his ex-wife wants to fight Carol. Oh, yeah. His ex-wife wants them hands. She wanted to fight Carol a long time ago from day one. Her and Carol had smoke. Mama wants them hands. She had smoke with Carol from day one. She she is real. Because, bitch, ain't nobody tell you to walk down the street crying and my husband pick you up. Right. First of all, that's a funny story. Right. Can we start right there? <laughs> right. Where the fuck? White right. white people in. He she walking down the street down the highway. And, he, and, he, and you let him circle you three times before you finally got in the car because he said because he said you can hold a gun to my head. And then, and then the, the mama and the sisters they want the smoke too. Oh, everybody wants the smoke. Mama ready to drag Carol. Everybody wants the smoke from Carol. I just think Carol is a beast at what she's doing. Like she know what she's doing. She is very situation. She's very scammer about it. She is very scandalous. Very about it. She's very Olivia oh, Pope. But, but this is my thing too. 
this whole thing with Joe, it's a setup. Mm-hmm. It's it's been a whole setup because like they they like it seemed like they coached him into or like coerced him into saying certain things mm-hmm. to like get him caught up. They knew he would say something. And also because he's I don't think he's he was uneducatedly rich. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he didn't know yeah. the he didn't know the ins and out of being rich. Yeah. Like he rich and not letting nobody sign on NDAs. He yeah. rich and not letting nobody like after a certain level of rich, even your friend's gonna sign some papers about some shit. Like, right. cause if we happen to fall out, you ain't finna just spill my shit. Yeah. And, cause people get nasty over money. Yeah. Right. The the most humblest loving people will be cut if they not for real raised right for real. Mm-hmm. They become disrespectful over some money mm-hmm. because I feel like that that one, that man I can't remember his name but the rich man that was from Las Vegas or whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like he kind of like led the conversation with that hitman to make it seem like Joe paid him money yeah. to go down to Florida to kill Carol. And when the husband killed himself in front of that boy... I don't miss that part. When he was sitting... When the boy was sitting oh, in the office... Yeah, 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 and they had yeah. the camera facing the boy. And then the husband The one that was in, running his campaign. And the pretty... The pretty boyfriend at the time... Uh-huh. The tall Walked one. in... Oh, yeah, yeah. And committed suicide in front of okay. the boy. Like, to see that man's face like... This he was stuck. Just, he was so stuck. This nigga just blew his shit off in my face. Like, I can't even... Um, somebody from Facebook had a few things to say. And told me I could say it on uh, on the show. Um... One, a reminder, watch who you allow in. Joe was crazy as a, as a road lizard, but it's amazing to me how some of the same vagabonds he took in off the street are the same folks who testified against him. Okay. It's true. Period. Two, it blows my mind how people think that people will screw over other people but not do the same back to them. Tim really turned on Joe to secure the bag with Jeff, who turned right back on him once enough of the new zoo was built in Texas. Hello. This is true. Oh, because... The rich one, which was that was Tim. No, Tim was the contractor that was doing all the work, all that work. Jeff was the rich Jeff one. Jeff was the with rich the one. Redhead wife. With the when they have like two wives or something like that. Yeah, Jeff like, was the one that was that was doing the the animal petting in the in the tour buses in the uh, okay. party buses. Okay. In Vegas. Um, but then after because he took over Joe's zoo and then, and then the shit went left. And then he moved. moved. He tried to move. He tried to move it to Texas. Yeah. Um, three, where is, ju- where is the justice for Carol? There is no doubt in the world that she killed her husband and she is literally running a lower quality version of the same theme park that she's trying to get shut down. Um, as a nonprofit for that, um, that's ran on volunteer labor, mind you. But every dog and cat has their day. Her day is coming too. Four, Castine says it all the time. Anybody who can help you up can help you down. Jeff came in and in a matter of weeks owned the thing Joe had worked 20 years to build. Mm-hmm. Five, stay focused on the race you're running. Joe totally lost himself in the Tiger King story he had created. He started the whole thing because he loved Big Cass and ended up turning himself into a low-budget... Se- oh, um... What's the cat? Seinfeld, Segfield, Siegfried... Siegfried and Roy? Yeah. Yes, them. Um, six, just say no to drugs. Dare. Okay. Um, that's, that's period. Seven, the way Joe... Listen. The way Joe got... He had a teeth fixed, though. Who, Jeff did? No, no the, the, boyfriend. The, the boyfriend that had his teeth in his mouth. He got a hold Recently? Him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How he looked? Good. He looked like he looked like somebody now. Uh-huh. Them teeth. Because at first he looked like a Lord of the Rings character. Ooh. But, okay, but this is my theme. When he first... 
got with Joe, I was like, oh, he kind of cute. But after them years and meth and stuff, and them teeth got lost. And ugh. nobody talked about the drug use in this in this thing at all. There he was, fed they, them they, those they, drugs. Tapped on, they tapped on it a little bit. I mean, a teach, but let's, he was definitely. Joe gave them all. Because the them men, and you know what? The men weren't gay. I believe them. I believe them. When they said they weren't gay, I believe that. And what meant because of the drugs? You just it had was, to be gay for the drugs. I think it was the drug, the money. Like a bunch of rednecks that don't have shit to do, nothing to live for. I'll do whatever. Mm. Um, I don't think they was gay. Mm-mm. I'd Mm-mm. say, I'm sorry. I don't. Uh-uh-uh. I think that they wanted to try it. I think that that's something they were into. It just, the opportunity presented itself. Just like, Let's just like how Tank said, like they, they, they sucked dick once. It was like, okay, maybe. They sucked dick twice. It was like, mm, I don't know. But they were too far in by that point to be like, I got to turn back. So they just rolled with it. You suck dick twice then. <laughs> Come on now. You suck dick once. I suck dick twice now. You don't went back for more because you liked it. Because you wasn't sure. You didn't try to perfect the technique. <laughs> <laughs> you wasn't sure. You wasn't sure. So you had to like, see like, is this what I really want to do? Yeah, it is. Second time you knew that's what you wanted to do. Because I knew it. Well, okay. Hello. And lastly, before we move on, be Man, quiet. I knew for the first, first Joe, <laughs> Joe gave all his enemies all the ammunition they needed. Carol took her time and got that tail. She took everything from Joe. She stripped Joe of no, of nothing. That's one of the people who sit who lay in the pitch black dark and their but eyes the thing, are wide open. But the thing yeah, is, like, she, Carol, Carol didn't do much. She didn't have to. All she did was put out there. First of all, Carol knew that Joe was an unstable person, mm-hmm. and she played up on that because she knew that all I have to do is say your zoo is trash, and he gonna fly off the handle. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's all she had to do. Because she knows how it feels for somebody to call her zoo trash. So if I do what, if, if I know how it feels, I can do it to somebody else. And Joe's a loose cannon. Right. Yeah. Literally. He's so then who changed, the, who changed the papers then? You remember they said that, um, um. Oh no, she did that. You think she Carol went in and broke in that lady? Oh yes, most that? definitely. So then yes. why she didn't kill her husband then? She didn't kill that husband. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can do a lot of shit, but if I ain't gonna no kill did, If she did not kill the husband... She had somebody to kill the husband. Possibly, but I don't think she killed that. She husband. had something to do with his disappearance and death. Mm. Because there ain't no way in the world that this this lady who's been this man's assistant for all these years mm-hmm. and in the papers just mysteriously change yeah. to make Carol the beneficiary of everything mm-hmm. when it was supposed to go to his Children, family and stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that that don't make no sense. She had something to do with that, that man's disappearance. Carol, but go ahead and tell the truth, girl. Because they coming for you. All right. Ooh. So, um, I don't know what day it is. Monday. Today's Monday. Oh, that means Monday. the Clark sisters came on Saturday. Sunday. No, Saturday. Because yeah, I watched it yesterday for the first time. So, it came on Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Saturday night. Yes. Oh, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, uh-huh. yeah. The right. days okay. are running together. Mm-hmm. Our thoughts. I actually liked it. It should have been a series. It, I do feel like it could have been, it could have been like three, four episodes. Yeah. Yeah, because um, that way that they could have that way they could have really expounded on some things. Um, also, because I know like their career is is long. It's, 40, it's like forty years. Right. Yeah. So it's like trying to get all of that in there in a in a short amount of time. Like, I don't want to say it seemed rushed because it was still good, but I wish that. 
Because, like, you know, at some points they put, like, the year at the bottom. Yeah. But then they just stopped. So, I was like, if they would have put, like, the years throughout. Right. To give you, like, a, a good concept of, like, where we are in the story, like, yeah. time-wise, mm-hmm. um, that would have been good. But other than that, like, I, I, I enjoyed it. And I don't know, I don't know much about the Clark sisters. Like, I know some of their songs or whatever, but I don't, I don't. Yeah, I learned a lot. I'm not a big, like. Carson's fan, I guess. Mm-hmm. I will um, say that the, the casting was great. Yeah. I will say this is one of the very, 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 and I mean very few mm-hmm. lifetime situations that's been put out. Over how many it. years? See, and that's the thing. Shit. So I don't have anything to compare, compare it to because like when all the other little biopics came out, I was like, mm. like just seeing the, the trailer form, I was like, yeah, mm. Aaliyah was trash. So I never watched any of them. I never Pause. watched the TLC one. And I just saw watched... Pepper one coming up. And did y'all see the trailer for that? Yes. Uh, delete like, it. Right. I was like, I don't know delete. if I want to watch that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I want to watch that. But um, know. like I never watched, I didn't watch the TLC. I didn't watch the TLC was good. I didn't like it. You didn't um, like it? So I don't have anything, one, so anything to compare it to. But I will say like, I felt like this was well you written can tell, and well acted, well produced. You can produced. tell when somebody's hands is in it. Well, I think it was better because people were alive to be able to tell that's, who was who and, and this is how I was. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's why it's that's probably better. They were alive. I feel like if you're going to do a story about me, mm-hmm. either make sure that the people closest to me are hands on in it mm-hmm. or I need to be alive. Other than that, don't do it. Like, mm-hmm. There's no reason why... Whitney, he, I mean, um, Wendy Williams should be producing fuck, a that? movie about a girl she didn't even fuck with. Who voted that? She did Aaliyah or Whitney? She Aaliyah. Did Aaliyah. She did Aaliyah. You didn't even. Bobby Brown's story was good. Okay, yes. The new edition. Bobby Brown, new edition was good too. But as far as Lifetime is concerned, this is probably the best piece of work they've done. Yeah, it was. Was good. the Clock Sisters. Yeah. Um, Definitely reminded me, like, oh, I definitely was that type of church person. But, like, you know, it took me back. Of course, I wasn't <laughs> a 70s kid, right. but it made me realize, like, the tradition is real. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, that's how I was. We couldn't come in my grandmother's house with pants on. It okay. was almost like, uh-uh, turn around. I was like, right. they did that shit in the 70s, I too? have definitely slept on the pews in church. <laughs> no, literally. Like... I have been at lengthy choir rehearsals and lengthy choir rehearsals, baby. Definitely, you got revival this week, and this mm. week is tent revival, and then after that, we got this conference, and you got conference for three months straight, and you tired. I definitely remember they love being, that word conference in damn church. <laughs> I definitely remember being in high school and like having choir rehearsal on Saturday, three then, services on Sunday, then mm. going to church on Sunday and singing, mm-hmm. then. On Wednesday we had Bible study. On Thursday we had like a um like a missionary like feed the homeless, give back community mm-hmm. situation. Then like sometimes um with youth we had this thing called YPHA, which is Young People's Holy Association. So we had like weekend uh like the the months that had like a fifth Sunday in it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like we, we used to have like a a and retreat, oh, like a youth oh, retreat. Church took over. Like, it, it, yeah, it, it was. I had church three services on Sunday. Monday was off, but I mean, not really. That was school. Um, Tuesday was choir rehearsal for the adults, but you had to go because your you mom was in the house. Because mm-hmm. um, your mom was there. Right. Yep. Um, Wednesday was Bible study. Thursday was children and adult choir rehearsal because the children might be singing this weekend. We got to make sure they got their stuff together. Um, Friday was also Bible study. 
Saturday was just children choir rehearsal, production, play, you know, drama. Mm-hmm. The, the children got to come up there. Listen, and that Saturday choir rehearsal was no joke because y'all ain't got all school, day. y'all ain't got nowhere to be. We meeting at, at 10 a.m. And we will get out of here by 5, 6. Uh, hello. What's a lunch break? I was the delinquent church kid. <laughs> I'd be very but see, honest. I was, I was, okay, so I had choir rehearsal. Mm-hmm. So our choir rehearsal, it started at 10 and it probably ended around 1. But I was also on youth praise and worship team. So then, once everybody let out choir rehearsal, we had to stay See, and then rehearse for mm-hmm. praise and worship for Sunday. <laughs> My schedule through the week in church was Wednesday Bible study, Friday we had the youth thing because the youth come to the church. Right. You had your little classes, right? And then you have your fun. Saturday was my praise and worship. We had to do the dance. Was that little mom shit that yeah. I had to do? <laughs> Hated it. I had to paint my face white, and I'm okay, like, right. <laughs> <laughs> and now your mama mad because yes, I wasn't gonna go. Hated it. Our movement. <laughs> you gotta praise the Lord. Yes. Come and I'm over here trying to learn the shit. What I'm like, come right. on, baby. Like I, I didn't like it. Oh I was a, I was a delinquent. I got kicked out of vacation Bible school. Jesus. Like I was a delinquent church kid because like I just it took all. It was such a schedule, and I hated that. I think what really helped me was the fact that when I was in high school, some of the people that I went to school with and, like, you know, other kids, like, we were all in the same age range, so it was like, Mm -hmm. we were all friends, and we were all doing this together, so it was, like, fun. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it wasn't like a... I was the oldest, and then I'm here with all these, like, mm, little kids. you know, yeah, eight, nine-year-olds, and I'm 17. Like, no, but we were all, like, between the ages of, like, 11 and 17. So, it's like, we were all, like, kind of gotcha, close man. in age. Yeah. So, no. it's like, we we kind of helped each other out. Yeah. And it was fun because we was like, oh, I'm doing this with my friends. I was a my... safe kid. I was technically by myself. Like I was, like you was real. Like I was, like my dad was like over the prison ministry, and like my mom was in the choir. I was in the choir and the drama ministry and the step team. Like I was, and then and then my middle school when I was in Florida, my middle school was literally across street from our church because I went to this like really big um, middle school called Landmark Middle School, and the next was like a mega church in Florida. And the biggest piece of land was across the street from my school. Mm-hmm. So, literally, I would just stay for tutoring. And then after there, just walk across the street to go to choir rehearsal or whatever is across the street that I had to be at. Mm-hmm. And then even if, like, let's say my mom or dad couldn't pick me up from school right then, just go stand in the church. So, I would just be standing at the church. Oh, <laughs> like, I just, I always, I literally had put bricks up at that church. I remember that. Like, when they, you know, had, you know, some people go pray and break mm-hmm. the ground. And I remember we like all stood outside, like pass bricks down and mm. put them on the land. And oh, baby, y'all was it was y'all was into the church. Y'all was saved. Y'all were saved. No, listen, we were I went saved. to church, but we still did. We no, still, me and my friend group at church, mm-hmm. we still did other things outside the church. No, man, my mom, my mom. I got pictures of my mama back in the nineties. Her, my dad, when they were married, and then my aunt and uncle went to a Lakers game, and she had a denim skirt on at the Lakers game, a denim full length like the skirt at the Lakers game. She got a picture with Kobe with a denim skirt on at the Lakers game. Like, mama was saved. Do you hear me? But oh, my, thing is, my thing is, what about a skirt makes you holy? It just wasn't. <laughs> right, what, what makes, about this skirt makes me, bitch, I got a dress on. You know how many things I could do with a dress? Okay, you can heist the thing up quick. But you're not because it's denim. Okay. <laughs> it had buttons going you can, down. You can fold all it. the way down the front. Listen, you can crinkle that. You can crinkle that denim up. Let me up. tell you something about yeah, a Christian home. You can crinkle that denim up. And then we didn't even have like I wasn't big on music. We were big on like preaching. 
So, like, we had all the T.D. Jakes. Back when he was at the party house when they had green seats and the green stage. Like, when he was fat, fat, fat. And, like... Oh, y'all was real church. Like, I'm talking, we had the... We had the, like... You had the, plastic on your couch, didn't you? Not even. Not, <laughs> but, you know, we had hand-me-down stuff, though. My dad wasn't big on buying them stuff. So, like, I remember... One of our um, listen. I remember one of our couches. Missionary. My dad would want you to be my friend. Oh no 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 no! I mean now he don't care. Obviously, but we'll be like, uh-uh, but I remember I okay because we would have never been, in, we would have never been. Friends. Oh no! Back in Florida, I remember this man and his neighbor or whatever was helping him take the couch to the dumpster. Ended up in my house. Didn't he make the dumpster? My dad was like, "That's a good quality couch to come on in." Okay, so listen, Dad. <laughs> they might have people, and that's why that's how like me and my mom now are so like we don't do hand me down. It's not even being ungrateful. It's yeah. like. We ain't doing that no more. Like right. we, we have done this for years. Yeah. Right. I want a new mattress, a new like. Don't talk about. Oh, we got a cute little bookshelf. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I want a new one. Like, let me right. buy it. Y'all look like the disciples. I'm talking about. We had. I'm talking about women that are loose, wanting to buy them. We had TBN. You ever like? I don't know about y'all. My mom used to like leave like the stove light on and leave the TV on low in the house before we leave the house anytime, just because she thought something needed to be on the house. Yeah. It would always be TBN. If you leave the TV on, if you leave the TV on in the house, leave it on TVN. Even if you in the house and the TV is on, if you walk away, put it on TVN, because you want those spirits and you want all you don't want them to negative in your house. So make sure no. that TVN is playing. The Seven Hundred Club, Jan and Paul Krauts, like we oh, used to be, no, baby. baby. We I hate saved. your house. Okay, I ain't going over there. I ain't going over there. I won't go over there, Mom. Nobody. I never had to sleep over my house. I never. Mm-hmm. And I was like sixteen when I finally went to my first like sleepover because. And then at the time, it was only because my mom was in the choir with the lady as well, and we all like. My house was the jumping house. Okay? Please. Let me tell you. <laughs> after the after the game after the football games on Friday night. Mm-hmm. Football games. Yes, Child we would go to the we would go to the McDonald's, hang out, chill for a bit. Then when the McDonald's was closing down, everybody would come back to my house. We would be sleep. They would be big old sleepover. Like everybody would sleep in the living room. Like just big. Everybody just wherever you fall asleep. That's where you fall asleep. Wake up in the morning. My mom would be like, "All right, guys, I cook breakfast." My mama had a whole spread for everybody. My mama didn't. Everybody loved that. to come to my house. They were like, "We going to your house after the game." Come my on. mama didn't get like that <laughs> until come on <laughs> until we moved here. When we moved here, I don't know. My sister attracted hood niggas because oh, yeah, she was. We were a new, she was. You know, we were new to Georgia. Yeah. And so she met some little girl, and they used to just ride bikes around there. But you know, back when kids could be left outside around there. Okay, when you used to ride bikes. But for some reason, she would just attract hood niggas that would be like, this is my little sister. I'm like, but I ain't even met you. So how should you know, little sister? <laughs> like, first of all, where were you to meet this hood nigga? First of all, why did y'all like, have this conversation? What y'all was talking about? Like, like what are y'all? And like, then like, they would come in the house, and my mom was feeding them full meals, and they would end up in our van going to church with us. And I remember it was, we had two, um... Two guys used to go to church with us. It was like actually, it was like six of them in a the band with us. We had a, a man like a soccer mom, a Dodge, the white one with the sliding doors on the side. Stop Ooh. it. There was only one slide door. You know, back in the day, they don't have one slide door. Oh, one, one side, yes. One didn't open. Uh huh. And one of the guys got in a fight at church, during church, in church. Together. I'm talking about throwing hands during service, and they had this big, tall, um, these big glass walls, and they was fighting and bumped it and broke the whole, shattered the whole glass in the church. I never forget that. My daddy was hot. Pew, 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 pew. Check your accounts, hoes. We got stimulus checks in the house. <laughs> Are you rich, man? Yes, account posted. Balance. <laughs> Balance. Sorry to interrupt. Check your account. Stimulus in the house. 
Oh, you oh, a rich bitch Lord. now? Oh, bitch, I'm about to go got to the, the trunk check. She about to, go to the, she about to go to the club. Club quarantine. I'm about to hit the Walmart. Give <laughs> me a waffle iron. Might buy me a new Bible since we've been talking about Ooh. church. So, yeah, that was... But overall... The casting was great. Um, oh, yeah. Clarkson. I love how they made the girl sing for real. I love that because they can so sing. Watched, no, the girl so who watched, did Dorinda? Oh, she's a beast. So I watched an, an interview and they were the, um, one of the girls was talking about it. Um, oh, the one that played Twinkie. She was talking about it and she was saying that um, they wanted the girls to really sing and use their voices because they're all younger. Mm-hmm. And so since it's the Clark so they wanted the younger voices mm-hmm. of the Clark sisters. Yeah. Or whatever. Because you know, now they're older yeah. and like you I know what I'm saying? And they didn't yeah. yeah, they didn't want to just use a track. So they met with Donald Lawrence mm. and Donald Lawrence coached them vocally to get that mm-hmm. Clark sister sound. Because Donald Lawrence worked with them mm-hmm. throughout for their years, career, yeah. yeah, for years. So he's like, almost sixty. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Really? So he yeah, like, he like fifty eight. He like was in the studio with them, like working with them, coaching them on like how to like get the sound of the Clark sisters. But if you notice, the girl that played uh, Nisi or Denise, you yeah. realize like she didn't really sing like that, right? Because she wasn't in the. Because like she wasn't singing that. Because bitch can't sing for real, for real, in real life. That's what I'm trying to I get. I also at. found out they have a brother. Yeah, they do. I, they have go- a brother. Yeah, when brother. I was googling about so them, at the they funeral have a when Denise cut up, uh-huh. first of all, in the movie they played that down because it was a larger scale. Like, first of all, it was a packed house. That's what the really, brother with the. No, she really cut up in the in like the, in and the on the real on YouTube. If you go to YouTube, you can. Yeah, she cut up for real. Like they play, they downplayed it in the movie. Well, let's talk about Denise. <laughs> Seven kids, bitch. Seven? Whatever. My seven I mean, boys, bitch. What? I'm not judging. I'm really not judging. You had more kids than your mama. I'm really not. I'm really not judging because you know, girl, live your life. But at what point do <laughs> you be like, kids. I need to either wrap up, be on the pill, or whatever? But what was her motive growing up, though? I like, think it was more. You know what? And some kids, because I understand rebellion, rebellion, I, and also that, it has to be hard as a parent trying to make sure that each kid feels the same equal amount of love. Yeah. Right, because you got five and daughters. And I feel like mm-hmm. in Denise's sense, it was more so like, I want what they got. Because another issue is when you're not, and not being funny, but when you're not as talented as the rest of your siblings, yeah. it can be difficult when people are also putting you up against your sisters. Yeah. And so you go out looking for what you feel is love and attention. And that's where seven kids come from. I think the mom was a good mom. I, I think, think she, she challenged them. I think she also had, for her, I think it was more so like, I want my girls to experience what I could have experienced. Yeah. Because I'm not going to be putting my gold medals in the bed for no man. No, oh, so that, that daddy was something else. And then when she got set down by the church, mm. the, the committee for singing at the Grammys, and it was a gospel song, so I'm confused as to like... And see, that's where it took me back to like how churches really, some churches really do be trying to control like your life. Absolutely. Right, because I felt her when she was like, we're singing a gospel song, or we're a gospel group, and we're on TV. That's going to reach more... We're still more... spreading the word of God. Right. And that's going to reach more people than us Nationally just Nationally singing... now. Like... Right. That's and we had <laughs> dresses on. Yes. Well, I watched the real Grammy performance. Oh, yeah. Oh, those dresses were ugly. Yeah, they... And they were down to the ground, they and they had so up... much tool on them. They spruced up a lot of these dresses for this movie, because... Yes, because those outfits were... They used to have some hit books. Mm. Um, the Poor funeral me. was crowded. Boots in real the real video, uh-huh. like the full choir, full room, Aretha yeah. Franklin song, and when somebody pointed this out, 
it was like it's funny how they had to sit um, Dr. Maddie Moss clock down for singing the Grammys, but at her funeral, when Aretha Franklin sung in a short skirt, mind you, those same people were like running up to her, like trying to hug her and touch on her, like it. It was yeah, but yeah, so. Child, but I know I I thoroughly I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. Yes. I um, I do. I, like I said, I like the fact that they had the the girls actually sing, mm-hmm. um, the songs, um, because I watched some of the, like the behind the scenes rehearsals with them, oh, and yeah, they sound yeah. so oh, they, good. They sing. They sound so good. Oh, they're playing as her mama. I didn't doubt that that was gonna be bad though. But she did such a good. I didn't job. doubt that was gonna. I didn't. I didn't have I, any doubt. I've been nervous like. like Okay, like you play, you played the part of your mom, and it's like the the moment your mom and dad got engaged, yeah. like you you're you're playing yeah. that part, right. like you're you're playing like your mom as your grandmother has passed away, like it's just I feel like that would be a lot, yeah. like that'd be real heavy. Somebody also brought it to my attention that they think that out of all the sisters, Twinkie took the death the hardest. She did. I'm saying like, but even up until today, like, I think I personally think that Twinkie's over this. Like, she don't got to sing or write or play. I think Twinkie is one of them girls who would be like, I could go to a different country and go miss on the face of the earth, and I'd be all right with it. Probably. Cause I think she realized she did make really bad decisions. She, she probably she, she probably made, she regrets not so, being there at the end. Yeah. She was so because her mom called. Dismayed. Like they showed the movie. Like her mom called and was like leaving messages. Trying to talk to her, yeah. and like you don't return your mom's phone calls, and then your mom dies. But at the same time, it was one of things like she wanted her own. I I get I get both. Like, I totally get both sides. No, of her I mean story. I understand. I understand. But that. what you meant push my motherfucking mama on because the floor. Because Twinkie been rolling with her mama since. Let me tell you something. You push my mom. That's it. First not, of all, you ain't even had no job, bitch. And you pushing my you mama. You used your broke ass hands to push my mom. <laughs> Yo, I, you ain't got a dollar to your motherfucking name and you gonna push my mind? And then walk in the house all times of no. night talking about where the money is and Hold gonna on, make bitch. the money? Hold on, bitch. Okay. You done moved my ass from Detroit to motherfucking North Carolina and Somebody you asked me where the fucking money. Some, you the, royalty you the, check, you a, bitch? You a clock sister. Who the fuck? <laughs> you the bitch, famous, you the famous one. You the clock sister. <laughs> I done packed this shit up. I am nice and neat, too. I, I packed him up real nice and put a sandwich on top. With Peanut butter and jelly. That's all you're getting, bitch. Sure. And it's going to be grape jelly. I like grape jelly. I, like grape I hate jelly. grape jelly. Really? really? Yes. I, I despise I, it. Grape first and then apple second. Mm-mm, strawberry. Grape first and then strawberry. Strawberry. Mm-mm. Okay, last last TV show. Let's get into the Insecure. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Where do y'all want to start? Where do you want to go? Who wants to speak first? I will say. Let me see. If, anyway, if, if, if nobody has seen Insecure yet... Turn it off. This is about to be some spoilers for you. So just go on. Somebody posted on Twitter and said, Molly is that friend that's cool when you're when you are down with them or beneath them, but second the second you make the upward move, she's out. Um I don't know about that, but I do feel like Molly is that friend that if the conversation isn't about her, she don't really have much to give to it. Um, like where she likes all the attention to be on her, like you know, what I'm saying like she wants, she wants all her friends to like praise her for her accolades or be there to listen to her problems and give her advice. But then it's like when I need you, you feel like so now I kind of need her backstory some a little way. bit. Who's Miles? Molly's? I thought they were to give it a little bit because I know at one point they went home to her family mm-hmm. in like I think season two, I think. Yeah. But like 
is she like a people pleaser or she's never had the attention so she feel like she had to always be like that girl like or she's always been overlooked so like now that she has success it's always like me 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 I think it's both of those let me try to say it okay I think it's both I think she's been overlooked I think that she was the Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to call anybody ugly, but I think she no, was. No, because she's ugly. really, she's really beautiful. But, but she's very pretty. But also, with her age range, like where she is in her life, age range wise, growing up, you know, dark skin was not in at one point. That's what I'm saying. She was dark skin growing up, so like that could be some. Issue and now she's here a successful too. black dark skin woman. You know what I'm saying? Like in white ass California, right? <laughs> Do you? How do you feel about her feeling a way about that boy dating other people? She's stupid. She should have known that's not your man. He's not your man. Okay, so... <laughs> he ain't your man. He, he's not. He's not. He is not your man. However, I do feel like when it comes to relationships, there has to be communication across the board. So just like she didn't communicate with him, he didn't communicate with it her. It ain't no relationship. So, But if we've been hanging out real tight, going bowling, and I'm kissing on you and all this other stuff... We got jokes. Like, but this don't be feels mad, like, though. But, but this feels like dating. So, like, if you are dating other people, like, she probably would have been fine with... I always say people people will probably be fine with things if they know up front. When people find out about things after the fact, mm-hmm. that's when they get upset. Like, when people, when people get cheated on, mm-hmm. they're not necessarily upset at the fact that they got cheated on. They're upset at the fact that you didn't come to me mm-hmm. and talk to me about things before you went out and did something. Right. So, it's like... If he would have been like, set clear boundaries, like, is, is this is this just us mm-hmm. or are we dating other people? Are we just hanging out exclusively or are we hanging out and having fun and hanging out and having fun Okay, with so people? now I need to know how long y'all been talking. Because that also plays a part in like... They've been talking since Coachella. Yeah. Oh, So that's okay. what, a year? Okay. Because she met him at Coachella. That's right. So like, if we've, oh, been hanging out, okay. if, if we've been hanging out for, you know what I'm saying, here and there for some months, like... Okay, yeah. That's, that could, I that feel could like have she shouldn't have had, like, a, the attitude she had. She really shouldn't have had that attitude. Because my thing is, y'all never really said anything. Right. I don't yeah. feel like she should have had um, that much of an attitude. I do feel like she could feel some type of way. Of course. But then talk but about talk it. But talk about it. She should have said but something. But then talk about it. We wouldn't even got out this car. Molly likes like to create problems. But then, she, but then she tells Issa that Issa likes the mess. And it wasn't mess, it was maturity. But it's like, girl... Okay, so that was my thing. You coming at me talking about something. I I like the mess, but you... My mom asked me, she was like, is either one of the girls wrong? Like, should Issa and that girl be friends? Should that girl go back to Lawrence? But I was like, they're not for real friends. No, they're not. You know what I'm saying? They were never friends. Right. No, but I'm saying, like, even now that they're, like, working together, it's business. That's what I'm saying. They were were never friends. They were just cool. Right. So I They had a business relationship. I cannot get mad at her for dating my ex. If anything, I would be upset that I had no clue that you were in a relationship with somebody for five years. And it seems that it's still something going on. Okay. Issa has a a right to feel some type of way. Not to the homegirl. Okay. But to her friend. Because you knew. You ain't telling me shit. That's, you ain't even say, say, bitch, like, you know that Lawrence is kind of talking to that girl that y'all. That you work You ain't give me no heads up. Okay. Right. Give me the heads up as your friend. You're but not my is, friend. You didn't right. give me no heads up. Like, one, you didn't give me no heads up. And then you kind of just blurted it out months later. Like, your baby shower was how many months ago? Bitch. They'd have been on how many days? They'd been hanging out, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And, like, yeah. now you're just coming to me. You knew at, that when you talk. 
And he goes to myself, you mean that first date? Da, 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 da. No, girl, don't try to cover it up. They know after that first Issa. date. They, they treat Issa like she's just the friend because that she's is. Because like she can't tell have her no money or whatever. She, <coughs> she the broke the, friend, so we yeah, can, don't so have we to respect gonna, her. They don't hold her to a level. They treat her like she's the ugly friend, when she's really not the ugly yeah. friend. Or they treat her like she's very fragile, like she can't handle situations. At the end of the day, though, it's I didn't realize that until this episode... In this show, everybody has some form of insecurity. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody across mm-hmm. the board. And I didn't realize this episode. I'm just like, mm-hmm. so do, does she still work with the girl? I, I have an issue with it. She probably still going to work with I, the but girl. I see, but I'm saying, would you? I would. I would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> it depends. It, de- it depends on how I feel about my ex. Because if if because it seems like Issa and Lawrence still have some unresolved situation. Somebody said they're going to get back together. By the I end feel of the like they will. You think so? I don't know if they'll get back together, but I do feel like they have some unresolved things. Because even when like that that one uh, that one episode where they like saw each other in the gas station, yeah. Their hearts or whatever. Because like when, when they, they see each other, other, when they see each other, when they saw each other at the baby shower, it's, it's like, like <sighs> they have moments yeah. where they're like, "I want to be back with you," right. but maybe not because we're not that great together. So I feel like they still have that tension. So if I felt that way about my ex, then I would probably feel but some type of way about working with somebody that's is. dating my ex. But if I was like completely over my ex, yeah, we could work together. Because you know why? You know why it's awkward. It's awkward because they still they loved each other. Even when Issa cheated, she still loved him. Uh-huh. And even when he cheated, he did it out of hurt. Yeah. They never had a conversation. Not you know really. what I'm saying? They never had a real conversation. So I would not be surprised. It was a bunch of awkward looks and a bunch of yeah. Stuff. There what was not a conversation. They're gonna get back together because and no matter what, they always end up. Around each other, like yeah, they can't escape each other. Most people who break up, not everybody, go separate ways. I ain't seen you in a year, two years. No matter what they do, they always find each other mm-hmm. somewhere. They always see each other That's true. somewhere. When they talk to each other, it's like I gotta tell you something. I want to say this to you, right. but it's like, Mm-mm. but we can't even that. Close, bitch, you cheated on me. It was like, Mm-mm. like right. nigga, right. you was broken. I had to take care of you. Like it's a lot of. They right. need to talk. Right. They need to sit down right. and they need to talk it out. And I promise you, they will get right back together. So, what's the conversation that needs to be had with the blonde pregnant friend? You're not my friend, bitch. It's no conversation. It's none. We're not friends. Because honestly, like, she's pulled stuff like That's this shady before. as fuck. She, she, she definitely... Um, but she's been a shady friend, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She's been a shady friend. She's, she's very self-absorbed, and things are always about her. Because even when she had that dinner, was it was that dinner? That it was a had? dinner, and Lawrence was there with that new girl. With the new girl, and then like, Issa was there. That's what I'm saying. Like you, you've done yeah. this too many times. And you keep throwing like, him in my face, bitch. And it's like with a bitch, with another bitch, right? That's what I'm saying. Like right. so, so you keep doing these things, and it's like, and you keep doing it under the guise of like, oh, I didn't know. She got to go. I, I didn't know it was gonna be like this. Delete her off of Instagram. Like so, like girl, what? What is it really? Like, what kind of friend are you gonna be? Why do you hate me so much? Right. Because you hate me. You don't like me. You do not like me. And But why? That's what I want. But I feel like she... <laughs> she don't like me. Because I feel like she does things like that to like keep people below her. She'll so do she it to Molly. Feel, 
Cause Molly not below her. Cause Molly she don't do it to the What's the chubby girl name? Cause Molly, she not below they, her either. Cause they're both with her ass. All the girls got like all the girls are kind of in a, a middle class, upper class life except for Issa. Mm. And that's why she's doing that. That's why they all do that to Issa. Issa drop all them. Hugs. I don't think Hunger do it to Issa. Kelly, that's the thick one. Uh huh. Yeah. Cause Kelly, Kelly, Kelly don't really talk down to Issa like that. Kelly, Kelly will throw hands. She'll probably anybody. keep it. She'll probably keep it she real. Keep with it real with Issa. She keep it real with Issa, but she keeps it real in a way like. You know I love you, right? right? But you tripping. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like she keeps it real, like she keeps like, real, like I love you. You tripping? She more her friend than any other, and the rest yeah. of them, right? Because listen, she was ready to sleep for that with that white man. She for wanted money. that white man so bad. She was ready to sleep for that white man. It wasn't even about the money, girl. I want to. It wasn't about the money, but she was trying to make it seem like it was about the money. It wasn't even about the white. I mean, you know, it was about the money, but not the money for you, girl. I know that he has money. But I mean, <laughs> listen. I'll try. I'll try to get a donation out of him for you, girl. But I really want to sleep with him. That's what. That's that's what it was. Right. That's what it was. Yeah. But yeah. So I. I feel like out of all the friends, Kelly is the one that's like really in Issa's corner. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the other two, while they probably started off being really good friends with Issa, once they like rose up mm-hmm. in different like socioeconomic status yeah. places, they kind of like, we're going to be her friend because of like history and time. Yeah. But they kind of... You really you, can't sit at our table, sis. Yeah, they kind of have a disconnect with her because it's like, bitch, you ain't doing nothing with your life. And that's what, and I feel like that's what they have in the back yeah. of their mind. Bitch, you ain't doing nothing with your life. Right. That's fucked up. So, how long do you think you should be with somebody or hang with somebody before y'all have this conversation about like, Stop dating other people, or let's be exclusive, or I to prevent like, what happened with Molly. What? How long do you think you should? I feel like that should be a day one conversation mm-hmm. to me. Like we cut things off on day one. Like no, I mean not like not like that, but I feel like after a month, I think like if I'm feeling you, you feeling me, and we've been kicking it like this, we need to have this conversation because we're not gonna go thirty more days like this. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, let's. I mean, I don't. Okay, I guess I don't mean like day one, but I do mean relatively. Early, because like month. if you if you like like she said if you've been kicking it with somebody like we need to figure out like where are we going from here or is it more so like once my feelings are for real involved like yeah I like you because you caught my eye because you cute or whatever mm-hmm. but now I like okay I'm really digging you for yeah. real now let's have the conversation yeah. yeah okay like it's more than about looks now it's more like like I'm feeling you like I really like, I can see us being together for two more months right so right let's have a conversation we might as well so now do you break up with him if he does not. If you don't know that, well, yeah. you need to go ahead and let it go because now at that point he's telling you exactly who he, he doesn't is. Want, he doesn't know what he wants. He's telling you right there. He doesn't know what he wants. It's up to you at this point. Well, what if he's still weighing your options? Mm. But I feel like I feel like okay. If you've been talking to me for a month, you've been talking to some other person for a month. At at what point do you see like? I'm kind of leaning towards one more than the other. Mm-hmm. That's almost like, you know, some people be like, I'm ready for marriage, and the other person not ready for marriage. Yeah. It's like, it's tricky. But then you also be like, well, what the fuck are you waiting on? We haven't been here for two fucking years, three fucking years, right. whatever. Like, okay. Mm. I feel like marriage is different, though. Because marriage is, a, marriage is a big step. It's like a legally binding thing. It's like, this is what I want to be with for the rest of my life. Us proclaiming that we boyfriend and girlfriend, like, that's something that, like, it could end tomorrow. Or it could end three years. Or it could end two years. Or it could end two months. 
Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's no, like, diff- but marriage is, like, a forever thing. Yeah. So, I feel like people, if people need to take their time on that to really contemplate, like, is this what I want to do for the rest of my life? Like, that, I feel like that's But I feel like you got to have that same energy. I'm not going to be wasting my time just dating niggas to be dating niggas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, true. You kind of got to have that same, like, because I, I thought a lot of people, and just from watching other people, like, what is your intent for even shooting your shot? Like, at some point, you're going to be like, nigga, I'm out here looking for my future. I'm done out here just looking for somebody just to have somebody. Like, I don't know if it's that sometimes, though. Like, because sometimes, like, you really, like, I'm I'm feeling you and I want to hang out with you. I want to go on dinner I'm dates for with a, you. Let's just see where it goes. Yeah. Okay. Let's just see where it goes. If it don't go nowhere, then you know what? We tried. Just hopefully we just don't end it on a bad note. You know what I mean? Just to see where the shit goes. Because honestly, when me and Ashton got together, it was a, we were on a one day at a time thing. Like, because we knew that we were like feeling each other, but it's like, we just gonna take it one day at a time. And but see, in Andy's case, it's different. Mm. That nigga know what he want. Yeah, and I'm over here like, sit down. <laughs> Calm down. Oh, he want to marry you? Oh, my God. And you want kids. Oh. And she's really done with that. I'm, oh, I'm so done with the kids. How many kids do you have? I have two kids. I have an 11 and 7-year-old. I'm good. Oh, yeah. But they, they at that age now, it's like, if you have a toddler, like, that's just a too they big gonna of a They're going to kill the kids. That's too big of a gap. That's too <laughs> big of a gap. children are rough. If she had a child, that's her son's baby. Mm-hmm. Because I'm gone. <laughs> Told you the day I was going to the The 11-year-old going to be taking care that's of kids. That's it. I'm going to the store and I ain't been back since. <laughs> Mama went to go get bread. If my kids already know and I say I'm going to the club, they're like, you must be going to the bar. <laughs> so I might as well just say, I'm going to the bar, I'll be back. I don't lie no more. Right. I don't want no baby. But you like him, though. I like him. He's a great guy. And I would never, ever, ever say anything bad about him. But he's just, you know, people come and they just come at the wrong time. Like the right guy at the wrong time. No, oh. timing is a timing. It's like is a the big timing thing. is so bad because the hoe in me still wants to play. <laughs> she wants to go outside and play. Like my eye wander, my foot twitch, and I'm just like. <laughs> but I feel like as a person who is like in his position, if he's ready to marry you, if you come in him with that conversation, he has to respect that because it's like everybody's not gonna be ready at the same exact mm-hmm. point, at the same exact moment. Like, so if he, then that means he has the decision. Is he going to wait for you? Or is he going to be like, you know what? How long I'm going to move on. Cause sometimes, and that's always his question. Yeah, He's willing to wait, but how long do I have to wait? But you don't know that. And I don't have that answer for But me. sometimes I don't, think that's, I don't think that's fair to it's ask fair. somebody. Because it's like, I could be done with my hoeing in a month. Or I could be done with my hoeing in four years. But then she can't really hoe. Because she cares about the nigga. Yeah, because like, I be wanting to do some things. But I just be thinking, like, that ain't right, Annie. Don't go do that. <laughs> so, you know, I just might rub an elbow or two. But that's about it. <laughs> so you can't do nothing else. Because he gives exquisite dick at the same oh time. Oh, God, it's amazing. <laughs> so then why don't you just marry him? It's amazing. So then just marry him. Oh, but I mean, I'm just marrying for your dick. No, that don't last no, long. No, but, but, I, don't th- but I, don't think you, I don't think you would be because if... If you're saying that whenever you go out to hoe, mm-hmm. your conscience kick in and you're like, mm, I don't think I really want to do this. No, I really want to do it, but it ain't right. But it ain't right. Okay, because I want to do it now. Okay, but you feel like, <laughs> but you feel like it ain't right because. Because that man, that's how I'm the only vagina because, he messes with. Because your heart belongs to him. I don't know, because my heart's still in the street. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> 
My vagina's halfway. The heart is already in the street. Right. Got one foot in the door and one foot out. Would it let him go? <sighs> There's other good dick out here. I don't know about that. See, you don't want to. You, you not. You don't like. You be a You don't be like a restart and having to find all of like you found. Like Google works for you. Ain't no need for Bing because Google been working. It's been working. <laughs> Never had a problem. Child, I don't know. I'm confusing when in that department. I'm really like you know. It's felt com- like it's complicated. You're comfortable. I don't have time to be in that uncomfortable space no more. Like we grown. Like I guess y'all are right. You guys are right. <laughs> I'm wrong. I'm. I, I can say that I'm wrong. I don't think you're wrong, but I just, I feel like if something in your mind or in your gut, in your heart, whatever, is telling you like, this is kind of wrong or kind of feels wrong, mm-hmm. it's because you have some type of attachment to him. A dick attachment or a love attachment? I don't think, I don't think dick attachment, dick attachments are that strong. Mm. I, I mean, that's just me, but I view sex differently than other people. Because I could have some, I could, I could definitely have sex with somebody and not have no feelings. Not necessarily not have no feelings, but I don't have to necessarily be that attached to you in that way. Okay. Like there are people that I genuinely care about, mm-hmm. and I could have sex with them, but I don't necessarily have to be with them because I'm like we're we're cool, we're friends, we're good. Right. Like I don't like. Mm-hmm. But you know, what I'm saying sex is good, but so it's like friends with benefits then. Or was it just like a one time we didn't say it's cool? No, I've I've had friends with this, and I and I've had people in my life where it's like, if you come in town, like we could we could do it. Yeah, that's fine, cool. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. But the dick ain't that strong for me to be. So you can do it and keep it moving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Refills cup. But yeah, but so because for me, I feel like I feel like there's plenty of dicks out there. There's a lot, but some of there's them... plenty of dicks out there. But you gotta have something else that's gonna hold me mm. for when the dick gets old. For when the dick gets old, mm-hmm. because I don't care what nobody say. Your sex drives they fade. Mm-hmm. The the willingness and the wanting to have sex it it does fade throughout time. Mm. So now what is that's holding So then what is what is gonna be there after that? Mm-hmm. When we only having sex once a week. Jesus. If that or once a month. Some people do. But like what is what is what is what is holding <laughs> what is holding me with you besides the dick? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, are we having great conversations? Are we having good adventures? Are we having, you know what I'm saying, long walks, good talks? Are we playing video games? Are we having you know what I'm saying? Wrestle matches. What What is going on in but see, our that's life? that's the other thing with her. She's such a nigga. Bitch, I ain't walking nowhere with you. <laughs> oh, my God. She's also more of, like, an aggressive person. So, when a nigga does show the emotional, like, sweet, sensitive side. She be like, shut your bitch like, ass Yeah, up. like, why are you being so fucking weak right now? And he's just trying to communicate and be, like, and, and, and open up to her. She's like, girl, like, <laughs> man the fuck up. Sis. <laughs> So what you want? You want a nigga to choke you up and be like, bitch, sit down. No, you know, you know. Joe. Exotic. <laughs> and Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. <laughs> Joe Exotic. Yep. 
feed her the meth and give her all the cats. <laughs> <laughs> I can't and kids like Not give her the man. Yes, God. That's to make a stay. Give her the man. Look at my little legs. Okay. <laughs> Child, if Annie lose any teeth, I swear to God. Oh, Lord. Mm-mm, don't mess with my teeth now. That's one thing. Don't put, this okay. is all I got. Because <laughs> you have a nice mouth. So like, <laughs> if you, if you when I bump my lip, I be like, oh. <laughs> Listen, if you get meth mouth, sis. Mm. Oh, oh, it's no. over. Ooh. Do you have HBO? Yes. Do you have HBO? Mm-hmm. You guys should watch this um, documentary called It's Three and a Half Minutes, Ten Bullets. That's what oh. it's called. That sounds extreme. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's the documentary of um, the boy Jordan Dunn mm-hmm. that was in Florida that got shot by that white man at the gas station. Oh, it was wow. like him and his three friends in that yeah. car. But it, it, like, it takes you through, like, the whole, like, trial and, like, the whole thing. And I was just, like, watching it, I was just, like, it's Florida so has to change their laws. Florida got Florida, Florida needs trash. to change their laws because that stand-your-ground law just is pure trash. Because you can argue self-defense, mm-hmm. but, with, but with the stand-your-ground law, it's, like, so different because it's, like, if... If I speak to you aggressively mm-hmm. and you feel threatened, mm-hmm. you can retaliate and you'll be covered by the law, which I feel like is That's ridiculous because law. it's like if I'm if I'm arguing with you, mm-hmm. you have the choice to walk away and it de- de-escalates the whole situation. Or I have the right to pull my gun and shoot you because he yelled at me. Because I, th- I felt that there was a threat. I felt like he was going to like that. That's is bullshit. Regi- that is bullshit. That's bullshit. And that is the reason why. That man shot at those boys, mm-hmm. and like, why one of them died in that in that whole yeah. little exchange, and then like just to see how his lawyer argued the case, mm-hmm. I was like, this man cannot be serious and think this way. I got a question, and then we can we can end this. Y'all think OJ did it? My mama Ella, she's gonna answer that question to save her life. She was like, I don't know. Yeah. You think he did it? Yeah. He killed that white woman. I. Because who else did it? <laughs> I don't know if he did it, but I can say that there is a possibility that he did it. That's a great chance. Because I've watched so many episodes of Snapped, and I've seen how when people care... What's love got to do with it? When people care so intensely for somebody, they are sometimes willing to do crazy things First that they normally wouldn't do. Glove don't fit. Bitch, you could be a couple gloves. Or you could have just been wearing two small gloves, bitch. Boop, boop. The first gloves you actually fucking found. Mm. Laying around. Um, get to grab That was her gloves. Shit. Listen. It don't matter. No, yeah, I just, rushing, you can get your foot honestly, in the shit I, just need, I just need something to cover up these fingertips. My thing is, if he didn't do it, then what was all the whole speed chase on the road? Because if I ain't did shit, I ain't running. I ain't do it. Right. He because went through you, a lot to be like, because, I didn't do it. Because my thing is, if you didn't do it, y'all can come here. Y'all can search the place. Mm-hmm. Y'all can fingerprint me. Y'all can take strands of my hair, whatever, whatever, because I know I didn't do it and none of my DNA is there. Mm-hmm. Are you confident in knowing that you did not do something? I'm going to sit right here like this, like this. Well, go exactly. ahead. Exactly. Search. But when search you, me. But when you scared of some shit. He did a lot of things that I think he did out of fear. Like, okay, they're going to catch my ass. Right. Because he won't that smart. No. <laughs> and he's still not that smart. Gonna tell I, I, I think I Carol did it. Bitch, you did it too. Right. I just want to know how people sleep at night. I couldn't sleep at night thinking, no, not to kill somebody. When my dog died, I put it in the trash. I was feeling some type of way. 
I didn't kill the dog. Somebody killed my dog, right. but I had a dead body in my trash can. I could right. not sleep until they came right. and got the trash. Right. I, I didn't even do nothing. And then you had to go look at it to make sure it was oh, Right. Literally. Like, so, I don't know how people can do anything remotely. Or even, like, even have you ever shot a gun? I did one time, and I just thought that bullet hit somebody. So, <laughs> like, growing up, because my, my, grand, my grandparents, they own, like, a lot of fucking land. Like, We'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. But they own a lot of land. So my grandfather used to like set up like how they do on TV, like set up the cans on the little fence. Mm-hmm. And I had like a oh. rifle where I was oh, shooting. Wow. And just like the power of that rifle, mm-hmm. like when it kicked back and everything, like it's so intense when you're like new to shooting. Like you used to be like, ooh, <laughs> I, don't I don't know. 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 Because, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, I feel like it does take a certain mind frame to actually, like, just shoot yeah. somebody or, like, to kill somebody. Because, like, bitch. What do you think is easy? Because I be... What? Stabbing or shooting? Shooting. Because I couldn't stab nobody. I can't even stab Because, one, fool. shooting you can do from far away. Stabbing you got to be close. You got to feel it and hear it. And... It's, yeah. it's a thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? I hear a lot of, at least the stories from, like, women who were abused and killed their husbands or whatever. And they stand like one lady was like, when they told her how many times she stabbed, she was like, "I knew I stabbed him," but I think she stabbed him like forty-seven times, and she was like, "I don't believe that," but she was like, "But once I started, I don't remember that until," because that's what I'm saying, like psychological, like you have a mental break, and so like you've been dealing with so much shit. Because I mean, I'm not trying to justify OJ's situation or whatever, but it's like. When you're a high-profile athlete and you have the pressure to win and the pressure to be this and that and third in the media, and but you then you got a pr- the pressure to be a good husband, but your woman is, like, stepping out a little yeah. bit. Like, at what point do you, like, break and you're like, I'm sick of this shit yeah. and go crazy? Like, it, it does happen. Yeah. I was surprised McCullough Cunkin ain't killed his parents. Because they just did him a number, did they? Didn't they? Him, didn't, they wore him out. They were his coin. How am I the biggest, youngest actor in the world and I have nothing to show for it? Let me tell you something. He dated that girl from Disney Channel. Oh, yeah, I heard that. She's um, pretty. Bella Thorne, ain't it? No, so, yeah. the little Asian girl. That's his girlfriend now. Oh, um, from Zach and Cody. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. All right, well. <clears throat> but, yeah, if you guys get a chance to watch it, it's called Three and a Half Minutes, Ten Boots. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really good. Like, I sat here and I was like, but it really speaks to, like, you know, America and the broken justice system and all that other bullshit. All right, Annie, girl, how can we follow you on the things? You guys can follow <laughs> me. Wait for this moment. <laughs> at blazing underscore blends. Or you can follow me at, at just Annie May, J-U-S-A-N-N-I-E-M-A-E. That's long, but. And blazing is B-L-A-Z-I-N. No G. Yeah, no G. Underscore blends with a Z as well. The ghetto. <laughs> Listen, I told somebody, I said, when when something got a Z in it, that's how you know it's the shit. Like, mm-hmm. when you go to a barbershop and it be like, crazy cuts. And oh, like, yeah. Hey, K-U-T-Z. Oh, they line the hair up. Good hair cut, my dad. That alcohol for the burn, You about to get cut the fuck up, okay? You about to come out with a line so sharp, you turn and the bitches be like, ooh, daddy. Like, yes. You turn and might bleed a little bit. Okay. When it's got a when it's got a Z in it or mm-hmm. a K, mm-hmm. oh yeah, instead of that C, and he gonna take mm-hmm. that paper from your neck, put the alcohol on the rubber across that forehead. 
Okay. And the burn of God. <laughs> Damn, you God up all around. Make sure you wash your neck that day because, Okay, you know. it's over. Listen. All right, you can follow me at the real Trevaris and the Princess Carter, Princess with a Y. Uh, I think yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. And you can follow me at underscore Dommy Boy underscore. Mm-hmm. And you can follow us together at the Peach Tea Podcast. Yes. Any questions, comments, concerns, things you want to talk about, things you feel like you need to say that should have been said, um, you can email them at thepeachteapodcast at gmail.com or just DM us, slide in our DMs. We're fine with that. We also take nudes as well, what I do. Um, and so, yeah. Right. Um, I feel like the male figure is a form of art in itself. It is just so... I just be sitting here like, how do y'all even date white men when just all the black men just be like, I ain't knocking the white man. Don't get no, me wrong. No, 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 no. Say that. Okay, no, no, no. But it's, it's a, just it is a certain way that the, black, the light reflects off of black, black skin. It don't reflect skin. like that off of white skin. Like, just like, and these full ass, these big ass lips and these noses. When black men and be oiled up or wet just, and the light hit. And it just hit like, with this thing about a towel on. Or like you ever slept next to a beautiful black man and you roll over like, thank you, Jesus. That's all you can say. Thank can you, Jesus. It. Or like when that man roll over and he he put his arm over you and it just be kind of heavy, but you feel secure. Oh yes, Lord. Yes. Or yes. like when your cooch is still throbbing from the night before. Mm. Baby, <laughs> you driving in the car and you just feel it tense up a little bit, like kegels. Like, <laughs> oh, I love replaying sex <laughs> in my head, Lord. Oh, I love the replay. I just He's like yes, mm. that was good. Mm. Yeah, I just, yeah, I just, it just yes. black men are great. Or, when them times when it, it just be so good and you just lay there afterwards, just sprawled out. I'm a woman. I can't do it. I got to get up. Um, I got to get up and wash it out and oh, pee and stuff. We got really? we got to do things. Right, right so, away? I need to get up and go pee because that's how them hoes be having all type of infections. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, so I can't really oh. bask in the juices in when the I'm Or at least go in the bathroom and stand in the sink and look at the mirror for a second. Like, you just like, mm. put your hands on the sink and be like, Lord, mm. my God today. Or you just sit on the toilet like Listen, just bask in the sex glow. Thank you, Adam and Eve, for fucking up. (laughs) 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 Thank you, girl. I would never know that we was naked. My God. All right, well, that was cute. I guess we will talk to you cool cats and kittens later. (laughs) Lord have mercy. I can't. It's not all in vain. Yes. Cause up the road. (laughs) Yes, Uh Lord. It's eternal. Yes, my, 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 my. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh my God. Here's my Karen. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't need you to do Karen. Yeah. That sounds like a cool cat and kitten. <laughs> no, because, listen, I love Karen down, but sometimes I'd be like, sis, find your note. Every night that she strays it. off. She, well, she comes it. back. Find it, sis. Uh, 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 her mama grabs her by them vocal cords. Her mama call her, that ain't it, sis. Come on, get that up there. Her, the ghost of her mama? The ghost of her mama comes around up and snatches that throat. Throw that shoe. <laughs> okay. She came with that shoe twice. Throw another shoe. <laughs> Miss Gum Chewer. Listen, mama was not playing. At all. But yes, all right, it was cool. Oh, is this my neighbor? Oh, is it he fine? Oh, that's the one that's a flight attendant. That's the one oh. next door to be playing all the, um, all the little house music. He can hear you. Your window up. My window ain't up. It's yes, down. Yes, it is. The, the second window is up. The first one is down. Hey, I got two windows. Because one of them is for the for the, we just got two windows. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.